Repeat after me. I will be sucker free. You've entered the listening zone. The listening zone. Sucker free Sunday podcast with Cloudy J and Devoy. edition of Sucker Free Sunday, Got Five on It, the podcast that explores storytelling through music, lists, and conversation. I am your host, Devoya Mayo. My co-host, Cloudy J, is unable to join us this uh, fine March morning, but um, he obviously uh, wishes he could be here. Um, My guest today is a local uh, friend that I've had for a few years who... um, was interning with me for a a bit and did an amazing job. And I want to talk about a workshop that she put together. She doesn't rec, she doesn't know this. I have not mentioned this to her yet, but um, the workshop was so dope. And I often think about it and wish I came up with it, but I did not. So I want to give all the credit to um, the one who created that. But I also want to talk about this amazing playlist she's put together um, and a little bit about um, the process. So please, um, join me in welcoming Miss Dominique Jones. How are you doing this morning, Dominique? I'm doing great this morning. I had my fruit for breakfast. I'm ready. Word, <laughs> word. And you're a morning person, right? I am. I get up about 5 a.m. each morning. I try. Is there a reason? <laughs> just out of curiosity. <laughs> I mean, 5 a.m. is mad early. I just, I can't do it yet. Okay, so on a bad day, it's about 5.30, oh, Okay, all right. But um, it started, I think it's uh, a family thing. We passed it down. My grandparents was always up early, got the coffee brewing. My mom was like that and the grandkids started. So we're all pretty much learning people. And I'm going to co-sign with you on that. I don't know if that's a black folks thing or what, Mm. but every single person in my family is a morning person. And all the things you just said, like when Mm -hmm. I lived with my grandparents, it was, I knew Look, if you hear the chickens in the backyard, like, just get up. Somebody's going to knock on the door. Maybe you want some, you know, you want some breakfast or you would smell Mm -hmm. it coming down the hall. So I've had to get up early my -hmm. entire life, but it still does not meet me with the joy that it meets so many other people. (laughs) It just is not my body. Yeah, I hear that too. Like, oh, baby, you could get a lot done. And they, and mm-hmm. all of y'all are right. Like sometimes I'll do it out of necessity and get home and I'm like, oh, it's only 11 o'clock. I did everything I need to do, but that's not and a regular day for me. Wow. I love the morning times. Yeah. Nighttime. That's where it gets me about nine o'clock. I'm getting tired. Just, <laughs> and I'm the complete opposite. I'm like, Ooh, what can I do? What can I make? <laughs> Who can I call? Um, so yeah, but I, I I respect the steez. Do you wake up to a meditation? Do you do yoga? You strike me as somebody that would have maybe a little uh, you know process when you wake up. So I used to. Um, I was mentioning uh, before we started recording that I moved. So mm-hmm. I, before I moved, I had a routine: get up, maybe have my coffee, do a little stretching. Um, I'm trying to adjust to my new 
environment. So the mm-hmm. routine is coming together, but okay. the yoga in the morning, that helps. I just yeah. haven't got there yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the new place. It's a process for sure. I have to do it. Um, mm-hmm. I suffer from a lot of um, like joint issues. And okay. so I, my doctor prescribed uh, yoga and I have this little book that I go through in the morning. Like mm-hmm. an old lady should, you know, I should have these routines. Um, just trying to, I feel like an old car in the morning, friend. <laughs> like I got to like warm up a little bit before I like, you know, am firing on all pistons. That's good. Do you have like a time frame? You do maybe 30 minutes or is it an 30, hour? 30, 30 minutes. minutes. It's a good 20 Did minutes of stretching. And the mm-hmm. rest, I try to meditate, but I, I've never, there is something, um, there's just something with me. I can't keep my mind um, free of debris. When I meditate, mm-hmm. it's all, of, there's always going to be a list that's mm-hmm. coming up. Hey, 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 you're just sitting here. Why don't we make a list for the day? And I'm, then I'm talking to my mind, like, no, 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 let's let's just chill. It's such a process, and I've not mastered it, but I respect it, you know. Mm-hmm. I seen, I want to say maybe a couple years ago, a video I was watching about how to meditate, and there was one that was speaking about. Um, so you're sitting there, and you think about how am I feeling in this moment. So it's kind of like zero zero in on a certain thing, so your mind isn't going every which way. Yeah, because she's a wanderer. <laughs> that brain is a There's wanderer. There's so much going on. That's Word. You're right. You're right. So uh, if this is your first time tuning in, the premise of the show is to have folks create a five-song playlist based on a theme or a question. And then they join myself and Cloudy J and we break down what those songs mean and ask said guest why. And today, Miss Dominique's playlist is... I believe it's Love Jones Cafe. Am I correct? You are correct. That is word my theme. Up. Word up. Tell me why you why you chose that thing. Because I, I would imagine you could have been, I would imagine, like I was at the theater when Love Jones came out. <laughs> and then I bought it when it, yeah. you know, was released on DVD. And it's just a staple. It's just <laughs> a staple. Like, it's my go-to. I would imagine, um... It was probably your mom's go-to, if I'm not... Am I right? Or You yeah, don't have you're, to... You're right. Okay, you're right. all right. But um, we get a lot of things from our parents. Like, I'm an old you. soul. All the mm-hmm. my old stuff that I love is... I got to give props. It's from Rose. Um, mm-hmm. So, talk to us a little bit about how you decided upon the theme and how you were introduced to the great film, Love Jones. Okay, so, Love Jones. I did hear about the movie from my mom. Um in the 90s I was born in the 90s so right. I wasn't I didn't watch it until I was grown um so I was introduced to it I refused to watch it for the longest time because I heard some false narrative about what it was about really? uh, so I'm like, you mind sharing yeah. what that narrative is so my understanding before I even watched it it was um two friends that like each other and wouldn't admit their feelings for one another and I'm like no I'm not watching that I'm not about that especially <laughs> Yeah, no, that's mm-mm. So I finally watched it. I'm like, I see, I see what the hype is about. So Word. That's, that's one of my movies I love to watch now. Um, and so the the theme, Love Jones Cafe, it's kind of about the movie, but more about 
my mind. So I've been called Love Jones multiple times. My last name is Jones. So catch that. I didn't even catch um, that, Dominique. So my thinking behind Love Jones Cafe is it's kind of my mind. Love Jones Cafe, that's my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, And as we go through it, it's kind of the journey to Love Jones Cafe. Word, I like that. I really like that. And it's even better because the aesthetics of that film are so Mm -hmm. warm um, and just beautiful. Uh, Nia Long um, Mm -hmm. plays an aspiring photographer. Lorenz Tate is an aspiring writer. Um, They live in Chicago, my absolute favorite city in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, And the director really got it right. Like, oftentimes we are in films and um, the coloring, our shades aren't Mm -hmm. um, reflected back to us. And and we'll be in the theater thinking, who did her makeup? Or why Mm -hmm. is her hair look like that? Or, you know, why are our skin textures not popping? We didn't have Mm -hmm. to do that with Love Jones. We we didn't have to critique it. It was perfect. And I really feel like it was the first time for me that things that I was interested in were reflected mm-hmm. on screen, that whole poetry vibe. Yes. Um, the music, mm-hmm. that soundtrack was like my soundtrack for so many summers. I'm sure you already guessed mm-hmm. that. And um, I looked it up and actually mm-hmm. this month is the month that it was released in 1997. And so it's almost 25 years old. Um, okay. And it still it still holds up. I mean, I've mm-hmm. not watched it in a couple of years, but you did make me think. You know what? I'm gonna have me a little. Even though this your your um, playlist isn't completely about that, the mm-hmm. vibe I, I completely um, resonate with the vibe that that's there, and I like that you liken it to yourself because there's so many similarities. Um, mm-hmm. If you if if anyone that's listening knows you, there's so many similarities. So we are gonna get down into it. Um, okay. Can you do you have your list with you? Yes, I do. Okay. Would you like to share what your first track is and why you chose that? And then I'm gonna chime in on all these things because <laughs> this is my wheelhouse, yo. <laughs> all right. Okay, so track one would be um find my I'm sorry, find a way by tribe called quest. So let's talk a little bit about that. Um that's 98, that's the low end theory. That's um People out here on the West Coast, if they hadn't been familiar with Quest, they were going to mm-hmm. get familiar by this time. You know, okay, it's it's time. Y'all, you know, have slept a little taste. Let's get in your ears. Um, why did we choose Find My Way? Okay, so Find My Way. So that was introduced to me by my mom as well. Um, so... I use that slogan um, like on my Instagram or if you see any um, social media, I put like a tribe called Quest. I'm finding my way. Um, <laughs> so like I said, it's a journey to Love Jones Cafe. <laughs> I love <laughs> so that. We're finding our way to Love Jones Cafe. Look at you. So we're making our way. We're trying to figure out which way to go. You kind of got your phone out. You got your navigation on. You walk and you're trying to, trying mm-hmm. to get there. And all the elements that's the, basis, that's the basis of it i know that um the song is talking about a relationship but it's finding your way to somewhere you're trying to get somewhere so right that's how we're gonna start it off here finding our way to love jones cafe look at her look at her i love it now um 
do you enjoy a tribe called quest in general is it just this album just this particular song were you um and let's also give your moms a shout a shout because i'm feeling her in this whole vibe and i just i love that she's you know mm-hmm. created a good foundation so you know yes. the jump off is easy for you she well a mom she grew up with hip-hop so it was introduced to me from birth, basically. Mm. I'm sleeping in the car. We got music playing in <laughs> the car, full blast. Um, she got the Vibe magazines. It was music all the time. BET always on. You're watching uh, anything, anything with music. She was about, she recorded all of the, um, the BET awards, oh any, ty- any type of award. <laughs> so music was always there. So most uh-huh. of my music, she introduced me to. That's what's um, up. And I think as we go along with this playlist, it's kind of what she introduced me to and then how it kind of trickled down to me finding what was me from what she introduced. Um, Look at this. Yeah. I'm sorry, did I miss the question? What was the no, question? No, not at all. And you actually are answering other questions that I have. You're filling that in a little bit. So I'm going to even jump into that, which I had, to, you know, for later, but mm-hmm. what kind of music did you grow up listening to? What was in the house? Um, and then I'm gonna layer with, with what did the grandparents listen to? Because we okay. both come from families that are intermingled. And mm-hmm. so there's that layer of my mama, what she listened to mm-hmm. and me enjoying that and then finding my way as well. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna use your phrase, but my grandparents are completely different. My grandmother yes. is, you know, the church background. So it wasn't any, you know, worldly quotation mm-hmm. finger marks music, but my grandfather mm-hmm. loved the blues. Um, okay. And so, and punk. And yes. um, so we had that in common. And that is why, I mean, he was always BB King um, and, you know, different things that he introduced me to help shape me also. Some mm-hmm. folks don't have that layer, but I have a feeling you might. So if you wouldn't mind sharing those various okay. layers and, and how you got introduced to the things you like okay. or don't so like. My mom, <laughs> my mom, um, she was, you know, the NWA, any of the West Coast rap. Mm-hmm. She loved that. Um, and then, you know, it was the R&B, the Jodeci, New Edition, <laughs> <laughs> all of that. Um, just any R&B and hip hop, that was all of her. Um, she loved it, especially if it was um, West Coast music. She kind of, she didn't play too much of the East Coast music, but. Um, I'm going to explain why that is when you're done. Because okay. you and you're, I, I would imagine, I, I, I'm fairly certain I, I would know why. So she introduced me to a lot of that, like that's the rap. And I'm like, okay, I like this. I'm in the mm-hmm. backseat. I'm little, I'm Ooh, listening to I it. Love it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I like this music. Um, then you go to my grandparents. So I don't know too much about my grandpa, what he listened to. I know he had records, but my grandma, she always kept it on smooth jazz, 96.7. So, so she would get I, upset if you turn that channel. That was the station. I'm so sad it's gone now. Me too. Um, but jazz was introduced to me by my grandma. Hip hop was introduced to me by my mom, <laughs> which kind of leads to our second, um, Please tell the people what the song. second track is. The second track is uh, Rebirth of Slick, Cool Like That by Diggable Planets. 1992, y'all. Ugh. My birth year. Yeah, okay. So, wow. so how we get to Rebirth of Slick 
that is me. So we're finding our way to Love Jones Cafe and you're on your way and you start seeing, maybe I like this area. I'm seeing a little bit of stuff I like here and there. And that's me, the fusion of hip hop and jazz. Mm-hmm. I got both of what I like in one type of wow. song. I like this. I like, you got the saxophone, you got the rapping, you got um, Ladybug in there. She cool. Oh like, my gosh. This is so awesome. And this is a backseat oh. find probably for you because your mom was probably taking you where she's yes. going. Okay. So how I how she introduced me to the song, it was because um, E-40, um, yay area. <gasps> um, and she told me, oh, that's a sample from... Yes. Um, uh, dick of all planets i'm like what's a dick of all what's a dick of all planets and she showed me the song and i'm like i like this song this is this is a combination of what i like um that's how we got to that point oh my god i love it now if i'm not mistaken you know my nephew aaron yes okay I and i think you and aaron are s- s- close to the same age you might be a little older than him but a you have the bit. same um, musical sensibilities for that reason he was in the backseat of my car I mm-hmm. babysat Aaron uh-huh. you know I'm young I'm listening to you know what mm-hmm. I like and mm-hmm. so when you're in the car with him now mm-hmm. he does what you just said he will say oh I know this is a sample of blah 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 because you played mm-hmm. this when you would pick me up from Head Start or yes. you know all these different things and I just mm-hmm. I love that we can influence folks in a good way cuz I could you know I could have had some trash it could have <laughs> been all bad um no. but he is my favorite because oh man well it's true <laughs> ain't nobody tripping he my favorite because he absorbed all of that mm-hmm. and even the stuff that wasn't like that like going to um you know, uh, Fresno Philharmonic when they would do Peter and the Wolf. And I would take mm-hmm. all the kids and all the kids would be bored. And Aaron mm-hmm. would be sitting there pretending like he was playing those instruments and mm-hmm. loves the saxophone now. And you just mentioned the saxophone. I so it's all these elements. Saxophone. Yes. Yeah. That, that saxophone, that's a, if it's in a song, I love it. That's a staple for you. Yes. And I just recently found out um, my father plays the saxophone. I, wow. I didn't know that. I've always had a love for it. And then he was like, you know, I play the saxophone. I'm like, what? Just casually he brings it up? Oh, I don't know what we were <laughs> talking about, but it came up in the a conversation. I'm like, okay, that's a little weird. I- <laughs> Did you tell him about your love of the saxophone? No, we didn't get into that topic. It's just kind of something I, I took in and I was just like yeah. in my mind about it. Like, okay, that's a little certain things I think could be passed down mm-hmm. that we don't even know. And yeah. And I think we have that in common too, where I'm sure that, you know, your dad better than I know mine, but it's sort of one of those relationships where I don't know mm-hmm. what things um, he possesses that are passed down to me until mm-hmm. a relative mentions. They mention it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm, I, I'm much in the same way. I let that marinate a little bit and wonder, um, you know how that affects me as well mm-hmm. yeah because you unconsciously you you're drawn to this and you're like i like this and to find out that someone you know you share blood with mm-hmm. this is a passion of theirs so it's something they're connected to as well and and yet i had no you know point of reference for that and so mm-hmm. i think you and i share that in common also um can i ask you some either 
or questions okay and i try to make them um easy but you know so so let's just did it so road trips or picnics road trips I have to say yeah awkward black girl or insecure i know that's hard but you know i have to do it too <laughs> i'm gonna have to go with insecure because there are so many moments in there that i'm like i went through this and i'm getting mad at the tv because I, I, <laughs> i'm like i know exactly how that feels <laughs> i think we so. all have that moment <laughs> And I think that's why it meets us where we are. So, mm-hmm. and I think that's why we suffered during this pandemic. I wish you had to have some in the queue that we could have just experienced oh during this time. Because those stories, I'm just like, oh my God, how? Well, of yeah. course, how? We, we the same. Of course, you don't speak to us this way. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think we're going into the last season of Insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. And so sad. I mean, I, I kind of get because she's just grown you know Mm -hmm. into such a icon that it's probably hard to do a you know a scripted Mm -hmm. series in that way but i've never had a show or i don't think i I mean i'm yeah i've never had a show as an adult as a black adult woman that i thought oh my god this is all of us this is how we talk Mm -hmm. to one another this is how we have to deal um with the outside world, corporate America. This is how we deal in relationships. This is how these neighbors be acting. Um, I mean, it's all the things. So relatable, that's the word. And I just, I love it so much. And again, the coloring, like the cinematography, we're getting to a space where people understand we need better lighting, you know? Lighting, certain outfits that complement our skin. Yes the pops of color. I want to yes. see varied hairstyles. I mm-hmm. love seeing um, Issa in a head wrap and a bonnet. How about you that? You don't see that often. No. I'm trying to think what other show do you see a bonnet? You see head wraps? I saw a bonnet on Susie Carmichael on Rugrats way back in the day. And I was like, oh my God, who did this? I, I just loved it, but I it wasn't something, you know, you know, bonnets on a different, well, you might have saw them on a different, well, I can't remember. That was my show. Um, I would think they would be the closest, probably mm-hmm. living single, um, but not an average show. I mean, not, not no. Often. It was like they were scared to let us know we are, we are who we say we are, you know? Um, flowers or candy? flowers i'm not big on candy but i'll take some flowers y'all heard that right all right uh essence or ebony (laughs) are are those aren't even even an option now it might i might be you know people don't read magazines anymore i still love a physical copy Um, Mm -hmm. i'm very tactile so while i don't subscribe to either of those periodicals i grew up with essence coming to my mama's house every Mm -hmm. month and ebony and jet going to my grandparents house Mm -hmm. every month so when people make these grand observations about um you know magazines have us thinking this about ourselves or that um Mm -hmm. i remember in women's studies class they had a big you know production about how we feel less than how you know women feel 
uh, inferior to other women because of magazines. And I thought, what magazines is y'all reading? I never felt like that. Our magazines didn't do that. And everybody didn't look the same. And it was diverse um, and beautiful. And I I just want folks to understand everybody's backstory don't, is not the same. And to make these grand observations of how the media has made us feel unattractive, maybe now, but back in the day, Mm -hmm. things that, that came to my home made me feel better. What are you talking about? There was so much culture, um, I think, back then versus now is, I don't know, it's very... Filtered. It's filtered. It's a little bit corny. It's... Mad corny. <laughs> so corny. No, it's, it's, it's not a good representation, I would say. No. And it just makes um, you yearn for this kind of space. I want to I wanna hang out at your Love Jones Cafe. Are you kidding? <laughs> These are all the things. Um... So yes, Essence or Ebony, my friend. I'm gonna have to go with Essence. Yeah, that, that's right. more familiar to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I if Vibe was in there, I would have to choose Vibe. Yeah, but I had the Vibe subscription too, girl. You know, I still got those. Um, I mean, I had to. Well, Vibe and the Source. I mm-hmm. I had to because I I have a paper problem. I just do. I love paper, um, and I love periodicals, and I had to mm-hmm. toss. A lot of that out over the years, but I do have oh. special episodes, um, episodes, mm-hmm. special, um, you know, magazines that I save particular issues. So I have some mm-hmm. vibes. I got some. Um, I might even have one sister, sister from back in the day, um, and I definitely have the source too. Just a few, not a lot. But I do get you on the having the physical copy. If it comes to books, I have to have a book. I don't like the eBooks. I don't like the yeah. scrolling on the phone to read Me now either. I have to have the book I need to put a bookmark where I left off oh, at. I love the bookmark situation I like to write little notes in the side mm-hmm. I mean I'm that person so yeah and last but not least family matters or full house hmm. okay so I grew up watching both let's see so family matters or full house so my answer is because uh, I love what I love <laughs> I love you cafe be, show. <laughs> you ain't gotta you don't gotta be embarrassed by anything you love I love what I love too uh, so I'll have to go with family matters even though I would say Full House had um, more but the girls were my age and more relatable at the time ah, I was watching it but got it. Full House not Full House Family Matters that is the black family that is what i came from that's that's more home yeah so i'm gonna have to go with family i like that it's more home so we are at rebirth the slick and that's diggable yes. planets um do you watch unsung do you ever watch that on tv one um i have i haven't watched them recently um all the streaming networks I have, but I don't think we have TV one on there. So I haven't seen if there's any new ones or not, or. Um. Well, the new ones I think start this month, but okay. like a few years back, they had a diggable planets unsung. And I continue what to forget, I? you can, it's on YouTube, girl, YouTube it. Ishmael, I'm gonna just tell you right now, like, dude, you were beautiful when you was young, but good God, he just, yeah, watch my it. Butterfly. Mm-hmm. Butterfly. Yeah. Don't handle. So, 
Oh, I didn't mention that um, I wrote a paper about diggable planets in college. What? I did. I had to. I picked a song. I think it was, it was something similar to this. I had to pick a song and write kind of why I picked it. Um, and I chose where I'm from, from Diggable Planets. Um, and I learned that Butterfly, he, he had a background of jazz from his dad. I think his yep. dad had like a lot of rec. Either he was a musician or he just loved Both. jazz. Both. Both, okay. And I learned that that's how he incorporated it into his music. So you're gonna love that unsung i will i will um send you the link to it because I, yes you know me i do these playlists every sunday um yes and it's stuff that i have curated over years or just recently but that's one of the ones that's in the queue i have my own playlists that mm-hmm. are long that i know people mm-hmm. won't people don't want hour-long presentations we're gonna have to get a five on it from devoya <laughs> well that particular um unsung is in my cozy list i have a cozy list like if it's a day like today like it's windy i'll have Mm -hmm. a few documentaries lined up or a tv one special just because i don't like watch a lot of regular tv and Mm -hmm. so i just curate youtube as my tv and i find the things that i like that i find Mm -hmm. comfortable especially during this whole pandemic like i can't watch difficult things or that Mm -hmm. require me to be patient <laughs> i need what i need and so that diggable planets one is great but um i had a guest on a few months ago victor Patton, who reminded mm-hmm. me recently i completely i forgot about it because i thought mm, that can't be true but i think it must be um doodlebug said at the very end of that unsung that he moved mm-hmm. to fresno to be with his wife and family yes child um no, I, I've not seen. I've not seen a sighting. I've not seen a sighting. I'm. I'm almost. I'm almost sure that maybe his child attended. Um, what is that school? Uh, Kep- Kepler, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I know. Downtown. So, um, I do. I feel strongly that I'm going to have to investigate this. Um, yes. When I retire, I'm going to open my own little investigative, um, you know, situation. And so this mm-hmm. will be good practice for me, you know, if I'm going to yes. be out here solving small crimes and, you know, other things, maybe I can find people. So I'm out here trying to look for Craig, Doodlebug, Irving, so that he can, you know, share us, share five with us on this playlist. And since you brought up Diggable Planets, I just thought I'd mention it. Right? One third of Diggable Planets somewhere around right. here. What? But we haven't been out in a year, so yeah, that might so crazy. be why we haven't seen, had a sighting. But I, I think we need to be on the lookout for it. I'm oh, just saying, yeah, I'll be on the lookout. <laughs> um, so we're at track three, which plays yes. perfectly into the succession of the things that you've shared. Can you share? Um, and I'm just gonna say, I just I love all your choices. There's one choice on here I had never heard, and I even mm-hmm. love that one. It closes everything out perfectly. Okay, I, um, I was guessing it was going to be that one you had never heard. Never but. heard it, and I'm just like, you know what? Go ahead, Dominique. You just, I want to hang out at this cafe, even if it's yes. fictitious. Um, but let's talk about track three. Okay. So track three is Tadao by Maseko and FKJ. Yep. French kiwi juice. Oh. I, I did not know that. I oh, didn't yeah. know it was a name for it. I thought it was just a some letter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He's French. Okay. 
Okay, so um, when we get to Tadal, that is you entering Love Jones Cafe. So you walking through the door, you got the um, guitar playing, the saxophone comes in, and it's just it's melanin everywhere. You got the coffee <laughs> going, you smell the coffee in the air. The sun is coming in, like it. That is you. You found you. Well, I found me. This is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I am here. I love that. I love that song. I don't know how many times I listened to that song, and not even just the song, the um, the tiny desk of Maseko. Yes, um, that is I, all the time. That is a go-to. Well, the tiny desk is actually what introduced me to his music. Mm-hmm. I'd me seen too. him perform with a lot of artists that I like, but mm-hmm. I didn't know. I only thought of him as a, a featured performer, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I started digging, I'm just like, he is an old soul. He and is. <laughs> so funny. Um, I just, I love him so much. I add him to the, it's really hard for me not to add him to all my playlists mm-hmm. because he's just so enjoyable in all incarnations. Um, and this track with um, FKJ is so beautifully done and it, you know, highlights the saxophone, which you've mentioned is yes. your go-to. And it highlights... Um, his ability to both have jazz sensibilities, but mm-hmm. also reach a modern um, yes. twist yes, and, a- and bring in all those other, you know, elements so that it can be more relatable, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. It's okay. So the um, reverse the slit, that's combining what I like. Then I feel like when you get to Tadal, it's, kind of now it's that combination now in today's times yeah it's it's so good (laughs) and i like that we've already talked about you being a morning person so Mm -hmm. when you visualized walking in and becoming you um Mm -hmm. you visualize light all i saw was ooh smoky dark and um (laughs) you know dimly lit situation Mm -hmm. um and so i i love the metaphor of it being about you because you Mm -hmm. get to decide what that looks like and how that feels but so does the listener if you put this out everybody else gets to decide for themselves Mm -hmm. as well and we just you know highlighted that with the the different variations um have you decided on whether or not you're going to get a vaccine? Have you been thinking about that? In our community, we are really trying to figure that out. And I just have been asking folks and wanted to know what your thoughts are. So I have been thinking about it. Um, it is offered for um, where I work. They've made it available to us, but I haven't made the decision yet to mm-hmm. move forward with it. Um, there is some hesitation due to our history, just right. black people as a whole, our history and I don't know. I, I want to do more research on it. I want to give it some time, let it be out a little longer. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of discussion in my family. My grandparents, you know, they're for it. They they took their steps. They got theirs. Oh, they did. Um, okay, mm-hmm. great. And they're doing they're doing good. Um, but even with that, I still have some hesitation within me. Mm-hmm. I think about all the past studies they've done, and mm-hmm. no, um, those are all still valid up in the air things. It is. Um, so I haven't made a decision just yet. Right. Well, I will tell you that in my family, um, a couple of different uncles on both sides um, mm-hmm. got their vaccines. And then they mm-hmm. both called me and said, um, you know, because we both work 
for, you know, mm-hmm. DBH. So we were able to, um, you know, we were offered it also um, as mm-hmm. early as late January. And I too, as someone who advocates taking care of yourself and your community, mm-hmm. um, I still am a black woman and I still, you know, I, I know the things that I know. And so, mm-hmm. um, but I also have been in this purgatory for a year, um, which is what it feels like. And so when they, when I have two uncles, one who rarely ever calls and the other who I talk to on a regular basis saying, you know, baby, I went and I got this. And I think it's important that if you have decided to take it, that you do it soon so that the rest of the family um, recognize that Didi did it. So can you. And I, I understood what they meant. There are certain people that, you know, are super cautious. I'm that person in my family. I'm mad cautious, but I'm also um, aware, you know, I'm the oldest um, you know, grandchild, I'm the oldest mm-hmm. daughter, all those things. And so I went and I got my first uh, dose yesterday. I woke up this morning. It hurts, but mm-hmm. um, I did all my research beforehand. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, two days after my birthday next month, I will go get the second dose. And mm-hmm. I just, you know, I hope to be able to tell people like yourself and my mm-hmm. family, because I consider you family too. We distant, yes. but we still in the same, you know, wheelhouse. Um, mm-hmm. that, you know, while the government has not always had our best interest at hand mm-hmm. and while they've done all of these, you know, horrific things to us mm-hmm. that, um, we got to get through this. I don't, I don't want mm-hmm. any of us to suffer any more than we already have and our elders, especially. So I'm proud that your, your folks did it. Um, but I understand the hesitation. I honestly mm-hmm. do. Um, and I hope that, you know, we, we get herd immunity and um, and that everybody's safe. And I hope you, you know, make your decision um, soon and, and that it works out for you, however you decide. Um, no judgment on that. I just wanted to just check in with my people. No, no, I appreciate that hearing, especially from you, because you're my mentor. So it, it means a lot. Um, yeah, we got to, you know, we got to take the L for some folks sometime. We got to take the W. So I'm, I'm hoping I'm out here taking this W for y'all. Yes. And that uh, maybe we can have a road trip or a picnic in 2021. Nah, I don't oh see that. Gosh. I'm saying 2022. I'm fronting right 2022. now. I'm so, I've been in the house good, Dominique. Like, good. I'm not wasting, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Did you grow up listening to like a VH1 Soul or a 106 in Park? 106 in Park. Word. 106 in Park. It was BT on all the time. Um, nice. Um, was it BT Now they did? They did, uh, I want to say it's like every Sundays, was it? Probably. Was I show? think I think that was. But you, you, you would have to have MTV2. You had to have like some top tier cable i was at mm-hmm. someone's house once and mm-hmm. saw it and i was just like what i didn't i thought i you know how we do when we young we mm-hmm. think we think we think of everything and i realized i hadn't thought of that and they had mm-hmm. it um but i'd never seen it because i didn't have mm-hmm. we didn't have no cable like that mm-hmm. um but and i also saw that they had it like a two dollar bill show and back in the day i would throw two dollar shows and call them two dollar bill shows so I'm like, okay, I don't know what my deal is, but um, mm-hmm. I'm vibing with, with what y'all got, even though I didn't know it existed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
What about the Soul Train version with Shamar Moore? <laughs> I, I never watched I those. That. I don't either. Everyone talks about it. I'm like, and I I looked on YouTube. They exist. And I'm that like, a, okay, I just say it was that a was thing. Gone. Yes, girl. And it was another cable thing. We didn't have that. Like in the 2000s. The, I thought right. I thought Soul Train ended like in the 80s or like late early 90s. I never once would have imagined. I don't remember the last time. Okay. Last time I probably watched Soul Train was when um I want to say B5. Um, I'm so young, <laughs> nice. but B5 was on nice. there. Um, and I woke up late because I knew it was coming on. I woke <gasps> up late. Right. And, it used to come on late. Like um, at midnight, right? Also, back in the day, it did. My mom said she used to, she would stay up and watch it late at night. But they started putting it on in the mornings uh-huh. by the time B5 was um, on. And I woke up too late that morning and I Aww. ran to the TV I remember and it was like halfway through and my mom's like you just got out of bed you need to go make sure you got yourself together before you turn the TV on and I was so upset she made you miss it I missed a, a good chunk of it because I yeah. ran out of bed and went straight to the TV I yep. remember that I remember those but I don't remember who the host was I don't remember I- Shamar I don't ever remember him, but when you look online, if you're looking for Soul Train stuff, and you there, he pop up. It's different. It don't. I mean, he's so polished. It just doesn't. It doesn't. doesn't No shade to Shamar Moore. I don't want anybody think I'm like capping on my man, but he's so kind of perfect that it just Mm -hmm. doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't work for me. I know that's a bad thing to say, but I I, I don't think Soul is perfect. I think it's you know, a little gritty. I mm-hmm. think it's got so many different man, it does sound like I'm capping on him. I'ma stop. I'ma stop. He got enough problems with me. I don't know if he do or not, but yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so we go from um, Masego and FKJ with Tadao. And then we go to who I know is your, I'm fairly certain is your favorite. Every time I hear her, I think of you. Can you share what track four is and why we've decided to um, share this at the cafe? Well, track four is Good Days by SZA. All right, so we th- we're there. They're at Love Jones Cafe. We've taken it in, but um, we're not gonna, we can't just stay still. That's not, that's not it. Yes. <laughs> There's gotta be growth. And that's what good days is to me. Like just the instrumental of it is kind of like, I don't know, plants or something like you're growing, you're involved mm-hmm. in the here. You found your spot, but this is not like it. Use this spot to evolve, use it to grow. And that's what good days is to me. That's so perfect. That is so perfect. Um, I see a lot, oddly enough, I, and I don't know why, but, mm-hmm. and I've been wanting to ask you this, mm-hmm. she kind of has a lot of hate, haters, huh? People don't like SZA, I don't know why. I, mean, I don't know why either. I was going to ask you, is there a reason? Do you know? No. The only thing I know is they caught her at some bad angles when she was up and coming well, and they were talking some bad her. angles. Come Everybody on. Has you put the camera too low. That's a bad angle. You, Girl. We all got we all got some photos that's like, ooh, I wasn't turned mm-hmm. enough. But other than that, I don't know what I don't know what the animosity against her is. I really don't. 
to me she yeah. is like her song normal girl she's she's a normal woman she's a black That's woman out here black features beautiful voice she's singing about her her life with her trials and tribulations her joys and her you know her triumphs and um and every and i you know i'm not a comment looker but mm-hmm. when i'm looking for her stuff then comments just jump out all she did was lie and i'm like you do realize yeah. that songs are it's about storytelling the story doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be true it doesn't um, even have to be your story. You can be somebody else's story. It's like, just a lot of animosity. I I just didn't know if you knew what that was about. And this is why mm-hmm. we need magazines again, y'all. Mm-hmm. Come on, source. I mean, <laughs> there are so many things that are no longer a thing. And yeah, I mean, all we have is what social media going. What there's the shade room. There's but you know other stuff. But like sometimes I don't want the salty bossip version of something i mean i love bossip don't get me wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but sometimes i want a an unbiased opinion of, about mm-hmm. something so if i go to shade room or i go there i know mm-hmm. i'm gonna get our opinion um unfiltered but it's probably only one lens i want mm-hmm. i want to come up sometimes with my own decision as to why or not why or why not um is that how you say it you know 2020s has got my language messed up too why or why not that's how you say it, right? Why or why not? Look. Why does that oh, sound? You're questioning it now. It doesn't sound correct, but you know what? They gonna forgive us. It's all right. Yep. Eey. We're trying to get it together. Trying to get it together. Yuck. <laughs> but I really like Good Days. Mm-hmm. Um, I think her message of like um, self love and taking mm-hmm. care of, of you, mm-hmm. and um, I just think it's underappreciated. And she makes no um, um, excuses for being who she is and what she's gone through. And I appreciate that so much. And I'm sure it has to be liberating to be able to do that. But then to have all the, you know, the shade, as we just talked about, be all over the place is is not great. Because isn't that why, um, what's that child's name who, oh, I really like, oh, Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox, yeah. That's why people like that, like who have these amazing voices in this amazing range um, are on social and then off because mm-hmm. people do the most. And it, honestly, I think it's for no reason. Um, we have these artists out and it's kind of like society is attacking them for no reason. Yeah. I mean, I can come up with a reason why and that's kind of yeah. getting a little too deep why yeah. they may have animosity against these women but there's no reason they're singing no. music they're making beautiful music whether you agree with it or not if you don't like it don't listen if you like that's it, it. Vibe with it like that's it it's women's history month we out here shining ain't no there's no animosity i don't understand the the constant barrage of negativity and then to have artists who have so much talent be attacked so frequently that they go into hiding and, yeah. um, or, or worse. Um, Ari Lennox and Sissa at one point said they were done with their music careers. Yeah. Um, and I believe it was due to all the, all the comments, all the all ugliness. The necessary. Yeah. All the ugliness. Yeah. That's too bad. Um, how about we talk a little bit about raps on raps on raps? Would you, would you okay. be <laughs> so kind before we get to our last track as mm-hmm. to share with the listeners what that workshop was and can okay. still be? 
um, because I really think it was just brilliant and inspired and ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. And um, if we talk about it now, nobody can steal it from you. Okay. <laughs> we will have a date stamped on this podcast. All right. So raps on raps on raps. That is a W-R-A-P-S, R-A-P-S, um, W-R-A-P-S, just so weird. Yes. Clear, it's not just one raps. So the whole idea behind Raps on Raps on Raps was to um, learn about the history of Black women wrapping their hair with head wraps and scarves, um, how it impacts us now as Black women, how do we feel? I want to mention Devoya, they can't see you, but you have your head wrap on, looking beautiful. <laughs> well, I, I also want to, I want to say that to you also, Dominique, my entire life, I didn't know how to wrap my hair myself. I've never mm-hmm. been someone that likes, you know, like figuring out different hairstyles and all that. It's why you always see me in braids exclusively. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very hands off when it comes to beautification. I don't know mm-hmm. why I just am. Um, but then the pandemic hit and we didn't have the ability to sit in a chair or have yeah. someone come to our home to have our hair braided. So we had to go back to the old school. We either do it or it don't get done. And yeah. so since Devoya don't know how to do it, I remembered I had all these head wraps that you inspired me to purchase at thrift stores. Well, I mean, cloth, not head wraps, cloth. Mm -hmm. Um, And I took the braids out and they had, my my hair had broken off because Mm -hmm. I'd had them in for so long because I was just, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was kind of a little bit of a mess. I didn't, Mm -hmm. I just wasn't prepared. I mean, none of us were, but Mm -hmm. um, mentally and physically and spiritually, I wasn't in it. And so I took the braids out. I washed my hair so deeply and lovingly and have worn head wraps, head wraps exclusively since then. Mm-hmm. And when I take them off, God, it feels so good. Like mm-hmm. um, the texture, the softness, the growth, mm-hmm. it all feels so good. And I just think about you every single time I wrap my hair. And so I just want to thank you for that. It just, ugh. Why am I emotional? Sorry. No, no, you're good. Well, thank you for giving me that opportunity. Anytime, okay, anytime you are involved, Devoya is involved, is a spark of creativity. Um, and that's what you introduced to me. You were like, okay, we can do workshops. Mind running every which way to find out what can we combine to impact our community. Um, introduce some type of mental health awareness with that just that whole fusion how we've been talking about this whole podcast getting things together um and that's what the raps and raps was it kind of connected black women us feeling beautiful and something that is culturally for us and that's what head wraps are it's for us and if you're able to wrap your hair up and go out and feel beautiful that that is great. It's amazing. I never would have thought mm-hmm. that you would introduce this. And then I get to um, be in that for a whole year. I don't know how I'm ever going to be. I feel so authentic um, mm-hmm. and unbothered. And I know it has a lot to do with that. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as black women, let's just be honest in the workplace. We don't, we try not to um i'm not i'm not you know i'm 
I'm generalizing, but I know I'm not off the mark. Mm-hmm. We try not to bring too much attention yeah. to our hair because we don't like having all those conversations that are unnecessary. I, yeah. And that's, and um, are rude or are uninformed or just plain microaggressions on steroids. And so I often have sat in places where people are all discussing hair and the whole time I'm like, please don't ask me nothing. Mm-hmm. I just want to be, I just want to sit in this room and be, I've never asked you about your hair because I don't be thinking about it. Please don't have this circle conversation in the hopes that I will chime in, blah, blah, no, it's blah. Gonna come, it's going to come around though. You know, it's yeah. at some point it's going to be asked about, um, even with my job, it used to be, um, right now I'm just wearing my locks out. I'm trying um, mm-hmm. and they're beautiful, that, but thank you. Uh, but I was braiding my hair up and changing the color and doing different things, but it was to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm working with a certain amount of people right now. Let me finish working with them, whether that takes yes. a week or two and then change my hair. I don't want to talk with these people on Friday, come back on Monday, my hair is different. And now I'm getting comments on my and hair. And then you have to have a whole process. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to talk to you about which part is mine and which part isn't. No. Um, how did it put in? What's this thing hanging from your hair? What's this? Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be needed. It shouldn't be. And it's, it's so antiquated, but still continues to this day. And I'm like, mm-hmm. so working from home exclusively for a year and being able to have my head wrapped. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That's some liberation right there. Let me just tell you that first month it was hard. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, I, you know, you get to questions or whatever, but now I get nothing because I think mm-hmm. I, I just settled it. Like, this is who I am. I feel good. Mm-hmm. And every now and then I take it out and I, you know, it's mm-hmm. my hair and, um, you know, then there's comments and that also makes me feel some, Oh, it's so pretty that way. Yeah. Because you know, you, you, you curled it or you, you know, you did whatever mm-hmm. it can, it's just pretty whenever it wants to be. I, I don't think it's never not pretty. It's just mm-hmm. what you, what others perceive it as. And so it, it takes a lot and sometimes I just don't have the energy and so this has wraps on wraps on rap really like prepared me for 2020 and beyond and I just want to thank mm-hmm. you um immensely because yeah it was ahead of its time discussing head wraps and hip-hop and serving you know wrapped food healthy wrapped food oh, yes I forgot about that part yes yeah. <laughs> coloring book pages of black hip hop artists, you showing all these amazing videos that um, not only talk about the history of the head wrap, but Mm -hmm. also tutorials on how to get it fly right now. Yes. Yeah. Um, We should just bring it back on our own sometime. I I would love to, honestly, I would love to. The past, let's see few years um i haven't been in that creative mindset because of you know my daily life is is structured i have to go about by protocol and it's not i don't have that creativeness i can do i can incorporate it so wraps on wraps on wraps i am open to it if we can work through schedules and stuff um, all right would be great getting you know more people involved and learning more about the history and kind of feeling comfortable in that, like you stated. Right. Um, I know 
when I was in college, my freshman year, I would wear head wraps, but it wasn't kind of, it's not like the wraps that we did in the workshops. It's not like the one you have now, but it would be like those little ones and you kind of tie it in the front Mm -hmm. and they're kind of sticking out a little Tupac-ish, but, um, I get it. I get that too. And I, and I remember having a professor, um, state that she didn't care for black women wearing it like that because it kind of reminded her of the slave days and that kind of it pushed me away from it for a little bit and um and i didn't yeah i was young i was 17 in college no i like and and, and that's why she shouldn't have said anything like that and i was was like okay well maybe it doesn't look presentable maybe it's not kosher you got a professor saying that it's not you know it's not good it's not don't tell me who that professor was do i know him uh, I don't know if you know them. That has to be. Oh no, no, we don't have to say it here. But later on, if you you think of them, yeah. you can go ahead and text it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <That's>, serious. Um, <laughs> that was talked about, and you know, okay. So I know I'm a psychology major. I know with the mind, we don't always remember correctly, but that's how I remember it. That's how you off. received it, and that yeah. matters how um, we receive things. So, especially from people the, the, in a, a, a position of authority to make yeah, that. No. I've had a person, a position in authority tell me, and I don't get a lot of people saying bad stuff to me. I just don't. Um, and I don't know if they thought they were being, um, but they mentioned this line in my neck and said, um, if I had a thyroid problem, because they know a lot of black folks have thyroid problems. And I'd never looked badly at my neck before ever. As I mm-hmm. told you, I grew up with particular magazines that didn't mm-hmm. make me feel bad about how I look. And mm-hmm. back, they made me feel better. And mm-hmm. so, and this is a grown woman. This is a couple years ago. This is me as a grown woman mm-hmm. taking that because it's someone that I respect. Mm-hmm. And then thinking, is something wrong with my neck? Mm-hmm. And you know, to this day, I don't like my neck. I went to Kaiser. It's, I got mm-hmm. blood drawn. I had every test I could have done. done. And then mm-hmm. I even told them, you gave me, and I'm a strong, I'm a strong-willed person. I, you can't really okie doke me too much. Um, and I said, and, and so I did, I have to, I had to go back and say, you know, I, you made a comment about this feature that I've never mm-hmm. felt any animosity towards mm-hmm. and I went and I got these tests done and I did this and I just want to let you know that I am healthy and then they doubled down on it like well I just thought and I'm like no 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 I want you to understand that your actions made a person who is fairly secure in themselves mm-hmm. think that they had a health problem because mm-hmm. visually you didn't care for this line in my neck I didn't go on to say that and I no longer I rarely wear a necklace now. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. I got a closet, not a closet. I got a bedroom full of jewelry. Mm-hmm. I don't wear those necklaces that much anymore because I always think of that line. And I just want people to be aware. If you don't have something constructive to say about someone's appearance, and especially if you bring culture into that, be very careful, be very mm-hmm. mindful. We've had so much trauma in our lives and our day-to-day actions that that might seem very innocuous to you and nothing, but it means a lot to us because yeah, we do have thyroid problems in our community, mm-hmm. but um, according to Kaiser, I ain't willing to have those. So why did you do that? What's the purpose? I'm not too for sure what, like you said, if certain people have the intention or they 
think they're being kind or I don't know what goes on in their mind to think that I can say certain stuff and it's okay. Um, Especially about our hair to tell you in a, in a college course to say, I don't care for this because it reminds me of this is so egregious. That's your own personal opinion. That's nothing to do with anything that you've learned that you Mm -hmm. are supposed to then impart to your students. So tell me where this comes from. What's sparking that? There's an underlying tone there always for us and for women, because I really feel strongly that if you were a male and you walked into a class like that, they wouldn't be so quick to have that conversation with you. Mm -hmm. I think if I were a male, that conversation about this line would have never happened because it just wouldn't happen. And, um, I don't, I don't know why that exists, but I'm always pushing back. And, you know, when we push back day to day, we get tired of that shit. So stop doing it. (laughs) Y'all. I don't think anybody listening does that shit, but you know what I mean? And then it comes to the point where we have to take our power back and, me learning the love of head wraps um, yes and then sharing that with the rest of us i'll never forget the little girl who yeah that beautiful photo of you wrapping her hair for her and you could tell in that moment you know she's not gonna forget that it it was so beautiful so thank you for imparting that thank you i think that's the age introduce them introduce it to them whether young so they grow up believing head wraps are beautiful like that's right my hair this way is beautiful so mm-hmm. by the time they're grown you can't tell them nothing you can't tell them they're not looking beautiful or <laughs> cute or professional because they got yeah. years on top of years of that being put in them that this is okay this is me this is this is what it is right on dominique right on which brings us to years on top of years of learning things and becoming who we are and evolving. And you walk from good days into what, Miss Miss Dominique? Let me make sure I'm saying it correct, but I believe it's Voodoo Woman by Tom Bailey. Yes. Talk to us about this amazing so, closing track. So Voodoo Woman, um, this the whole song is intoxicating to me. Like, just listen to it. Um, he doesn't pronounce the word. Either he doesn't pronounce it all the way or he drags it on, but it makes you feel intoxicated. And once you're there at the Love Jones Cafe and you're you're finally finding out this is who I am, this is what I am, and I'm growing, I'm evolving, but be intoxicated, be in love with that. that that's you just kind of like, you're deep in it. You're, mm-hmm. That's what Voodoo Woman is. It's... Yeah, you know, he said voodoo woman asking if she put a spell on him. You're, you just in it. Yes. Ah, that's so perfect. You really did outdid yourself with <laughs> the whole explanation, the whole vibe. I can't think of any um, any black woman my age or like a little bit older uh, who would not want to go to this spot. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yes, it's a metaphor for a larger. Um, process within but you know everybody does pop-ups now so um, if you ever want to do a little um, Love Jones Cafe pop-up I'm I'm your um, I'm your go-to we can make that happen um, because it's just about that yes 2022 is just going to be amazing because we've had all this downtime to like really assess who we are Mm -hmm. and what we want to provide and be a part of and 
um, I love the way you explained all of this. It's just, it's amazing. And I, I hope you understand that, yeah, a pop-up is probably necessary. <laughs> <gasps> and next year will be the 25th anniversary. Uh, love Jones? Yes. I'm just saying, you ain't got to say yes or no yet, but think about it. You know, Tyler Perry probably going to do something with it. You no, knew that, right? No, they're not. I think I think we had a conversation about <laughs> yeah. that, and I and I was like, no, that's not, it, that's, not that's not a thing. That's not happening. Look, I'm gonna. Can I amend my Tyler Perry thing? Can mm-hmm. I amend it? Yes. So we've talked about him a lot, and mm-hmm. um, we have our thoughts. You know, we we ain't gonna we don't, I'm not gonna air him out right now. Um, but in the last couple of months, people have shared some stuff that he's responsible for and i'm like what what like he he puts his money where his mouth Mm -hmm. is when it comes to the community i really i applaud that Mm -hmm. i ain't trying to see some of that stuff he called films but and please don't touch love jones sir but just leave it alone Leave it alone. We all need it. <laughs> and then I'm um, be honest. You know, I, you know how I feel about Oprah. Yeah, I watched the interview, and when he said Tyler Perry paid for their security, mm-hmm. and um, you know, let him borrow a house, I was like, you know what, Tyler Perry, I gotta yeah. stop. I gotta stop talking mess because you really you do you out here doing the thing. You like mm-hmm. lift as you climb, and I can't be mad at that. <gasps> It's been a lot of six degrees of Tyler Perry. Shamar Moore, too, we talked about. Yes. I didn't even see that. <laughs> so he's there, even when we don't know he's there, Dominique. There. That's my point. In the background. He in the background, doing all these little, you know, <laughs> angelic things. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that when he does remake Love Jones, we ain't as mad as we probably would be if he didn't. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Um, my final question for you this morning before we close is how do you stay sucker free? Oh, so you know what? I reviewed your the podcast and for some reason I knew this was gonna come up, but I'm like, I don't know. It's been so stressful for me, honestly. Um, past couple months, the whole, you know, we're we're in a pandemic. Um, but right now how I'm staying sucker free, I believe, um, making my space conform to me. Um, I'm making it just when I come home from that stressful day, it's just, it's, it's peace. Um, so right now that's how I'm saying something free. Um, making it look aesthetically pleasing. Um, yeah. I love that. And a candle or two. Yeah, I gotta light my candles. <laughs> I love that. I can't wait to um, send you a housewarming gift because you really do just exude this peace and Mm-hmm. Um, just comfort and I think um, that probably does help you stay sucker free because I wouldn't imagine anybody want to come for you I mean why why disturb that groove right I mean that's that, my thought anyway. that's a whole nother topic a whole nother playlist <laughs> well we can do that we can do that too um, you, you always have a home here uh, at, at the sucker free Sunday lounge um, this has been super enjoyable. I hope it you has been enjoyed it as well. Um, I have. This is this is great. You, I needed this. I good, needed this. Good. I haven't had any creativity this way in a very long time. 
Okay. Well, I'm glad that I could help extract that from you because yes. I find you to be very creative and inspiring. And the last thing I'll have you do is I've seen various beautiful photos of you on Instagram, but I don't know how to steal photos from Instagram. So I'm going to need you to send me one. You email me a nice photo of yourself so that I can create some promo. Is there a certain um, one you like that you want to take? I like them all. So whatever you feel comfortable with sharing, um, please do. And um, yeah, we will share this with folks uh, tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. I want to thank you so much for having me Thank you so much. This was awesome. And I hope you have a great weekend. Thank you. You as well. All right. Be good. Tell your family I said hey. Thank you.